What's up, you dirties? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to do a podcast. It's why I do a podcast. It's how I do a podcast. It's very, very easy. Uh, Very easy editing tools, very easy uh, interfaces. Makes it so that you are doing a podcast lickety split, as they like to say. Lickety split. Um, uh, Go to anchor.fm. Download it onto your phone or PC, and you can do a podcast today, right now, and uh, the Anchor app makes it very easy and uploads it to all the podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and um, Google and Spotify. Like, if you go on any of those, you will find the Sean Boyles Podcast because that's what I use and I don't have any I have no way to even do this thing otherwise you understand what I'm saying so uh, get started today and uh, you too can make a podcast very easily oh and you can make money you can make money if you do it right if you do it right you can um uh, a zero audience, a minimum listenership makes it so that um, basically if somebody donates to your podcast, uh, you can make money from their donations. Super easy. Go to anchor.fm, get started today, download it onto your phone or your PC, and do a podcast. All right? Also, music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast is not copywritten by the Sean Boyles podcast. I So poop on you. You'll get pooped on. Poop. It's the Sean Boyles podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life. I know you think I forgot. I know you think that I I, I, I I teased you with something weeks ago and that I forgot about it. I haven't forgot about it. Every day I think about it, but nothing. I am in a block. I have. I'm. I am. I have a rap tune. I'm doing a rap song. A hippity hippity hobbity. Some hippity hop. And I, I I think this beat is sick. I it's something I made I something I worked on some years ago and I sort of fine-tuned it since. Um but I am working on a rap song, okay, you fuckers? You dirty dirties. My dirties! How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Sean Miles Podcast. You're yippity yappity yippity. Um, how you doing? We are uh, episode ninety four. I think is where we're at. And um, today we will. Uh, we're gonna do a little little different thing with the reaction of the week. A little bit different. I am not going to the charts this week. I got another little thing I'm gonna check out. 
And it's more just my morbid curiosity that is making me want to react to uh, what we're going to react to. Um, and then, you know, I'll recap what I've been doing and what's been going on and uh, some shows and this, that, and the other. But first off, I want to uh, admit some stupidity on my part. Uh, I have uh, I've mentioned it many times, and you might be even sick of hearing it, how I am not very smart. And today, during the work day, I did something very stupid. Uh, just wasn't thinking, was in a rush, and uh, made a pretty huge error. Um I didn't mess up the job. I didn't mess up the house. I didn't mess up my work. However, I did mess myself up. <laughs> so uh, usually when I paint, uh, if you know me, you know that I have, I got dreads grown down to the crack of my ass. Uh, very long, very long dreads. And I've had them for now 23 years 23 years let's see May of 98 I think is when I shagged my wig um yeah so 18 would have been 20 19 20 20 well yeah 23 years 23 years of Sleep and neglect, I like to say, growing out of my skull. Um, and uh, be it that I've been painting for about, oh, probably 20 years now, uh, making sure I don't get paint in my wig has been a priority. And I've always, um, especially when I spray, I either put it in my shirt or I wrap another shirt around my head, uh, especially if I'm sanding. I keep the dust out of the out of the locks. I take precautions. Today, however, I fucked up. I <laughs> I had a little bit to spray. I had to get behind this house has these bushes against this sort of uh little this house has a wall in front of it that's sort of like a gives it a little courtyard. Give it like a it's a pretty involved. It's not it's like a modesty wall, but it, it's a it's just a big ass wall in front of the house that's kind of ridiculous. It kind of gives off a castle vibe. Um and uh every so this is a whole, you know, little neighborhood. And in this neighborhood, I wanna say one out of every eight nine maybe even ten houses have this wall and uh this particular house i'm working on has this wall so it, it uh in their courtyard area on the inside of the wall there was some bushes and i had to get behind the bushes with my little spray gun and for whatever fuck dumb reason, I... So usually what I do if I have to get behind a bush, I get all the way in behind the bush as far as I need to go. I spray and I work my way out. 
for whatever dumb reason today, not only did I not put my wig away and wrap it up and put something on my head or put it in my shirt, I sprayed myself into the bush. So I started spraying the wall and just kept getting further and further into the bush. And at one point, the only way I could get out of the bush was to turn around and touch the back of my head against the wall that I had just sprayed. I got so much fucking paint in my dreads today. It's now it's I've gotten paint in my in my hair before and it's not really been a big deal. But today it was it was the worst in that I've ever done. I've like I said I've it's it's been a little bit here and there and I've, you know, been able to scrape it out pretty easily. But today I got in the shower and I spent all kinds of time trying to wash it out. And for whatever fuck reason, it would not come out. I didn't use anything crazy paint wise. It's the same old paint I always use. And it's just what I had to. I had to sit in my back little patio area with the scissors and cut paint out of my hair today. I had to take the just. Like, like if I was trimming weed, I had to take each dread and I had to, to trim out the paint out of my fucking dumb hair. I pro- I spent a good 20 minutes in the shower scrubbing my wig and then I spent another easily 45 minutes just cutting paint out of my hair. And I did that about, you know, I don't know, maybe a half hour before I started the podcast. And uh, and I say a half hour before I started the podcast because basically I got done with that and I came out to do the podcast and the half hour from when I started this podcast to when I stopped cutting paint out of my stupid hair, that 30 minutes was spent untangling cords from the last time I recorded the podcast. Now, I recorded the podcast inside the apartment last time. I'm back out in the workshop um, doing this tonight on Thursday evening like I usually do. But I just sort of brought the equipment out here and set it down. I don't know how the cords got as tangled as they did just going from the apartment back to out here. But I spent 30 minutes just untangling cords. And uh, I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'm going to talk about it again. As a drummer, one that whose instrument does not involve chords, I play the drums. I hit things with a stick. I have cymbals. Everything's loud. I don't have chords. I don't plug in my drums, okay? The amount of time I have spent unraveling chords is astonishing in comparison to the instrument that I play. I should not have been spending so much time as I do unraveling chords. And and I started thinking about it. There's been a lot of chord and 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 lines and ropes over time, extension chords uh, my, my my parents had a boat for years and there was always the the line the 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 the, the, the to tie the boat off 
And I always had to untangle that because it'd get tangled up. I spent just uh, headphones, pulling headphones out of a bag, and they're all tangled up and mangled before you could put them on. You got to undo them. And now mic cords and wires and plugs. And then for work, extension cords, the spray line. You know, I'm always like, I, and I don't know what it is about a spray. It, there, here's the thing with, with cords and, and spray lines. If there is something that the cord can get hung up on as you're dragging it across something, it's going to get hung up on it. If there's something, if there's a sprinkler head sticking out of the ground, or if there's a a, a, a a foot of a piece of lawn furniture, a leg of a of lawn furniture, or a a planter box corner, if there is something for the spray line to get hung up on, or the extension cord to get hung up on, as you're trying to pull it through, it's going to get hung up on it, guaranteed every time. I was fighting with the cord today getting hung up on I'm just saying the amount of time I've spent lifetime untangling cords wires ropes it's got to be three and a half four years it has to be has to be four years of my life has been spent untangling cords it's ridiculous it's ridiculous I play the goddamn drums I shouldn't be untangling cords as much as I do And that doesn't count untangling my dreads. Ah! Those are fucking ropes growing out of my head. Anyway, terrible. Terrible, uh, terrible day as far as um, just getting paint everywhere. It's fucking ridiculous. A little update. A little update on um, the immigration process for my wife. Um we had to send, so, you know, there was two rounds of monies to be sent. There was the, the the fee, the initial fee for the lawyer, and then there was the fee for the um, the processing fee for filing the papers. And I had to write two checks um, totaling $1,750, two checks that totaled that amount. And uh, the checks cleared, <laughs> which means the lawyer has sent our paperwork to um, the U.S. CIS. Uh, so paperwork has been sent off in the Department of Homeland Security has cashed their checks, which means we should be getting a letter very soon stating that they have received our paperwork and that we are now in the process. That is, uh, that's a pretty good step, pretty big step, a actual sigh of relief if anything were to happen, say, uh, with the wife where we get, say we get pulled over and she doesn't have her ID and um, they run her name and find out that she's not supposed to be here because she's technically illegal. Um uh, be it that she's in the process of getting legal status, they can't throw her out on her head. Unless she does something heinous, you know. She has to do, she has to commit a crime, basically, for them to, 
I think all bets are off if she actually commits a crime. Um, I would believe like felony status crime. So anyway, that's uh, so that's some good news. Um, however, <laughs> um, my poor math skills made it so that I wasn't keeping enough money in there for those checks to clear. So they cleared, but then uh, there was very little money in the old bank account. So um, it's been a little slim pickings the last couple of days. I got to finish this job so I can get some money. Your boy's broke right now. Super broke. Anyway, um, so uh, there's the ever-elusive Hellbeard rehearsal. Uh, the saga continues. We still haven't rehearsed. Uh, we were going to rehearse on... Uh, we were going to rehearse on Sunday, and that didn't happen. And then we were talking about maybe trying to rehearse tonight. And that didn't happen. Uh, Sunday is again on the table. However, it's going to have to be probably in the evening because I think I have a hazards rehearsal on Sunday as well as um, Monday for the hazards. And then next week, um, not this weekend, next weekend, July 3rd, I am going into the studio to re-record the hazard drums. We will see how that goes. Um it's going to be a doozy. Um, definitely something I haven't done before, but um, we'll see what happens. My man didn't play no click, so it's going to be I got to play what he played pretty much and just try to make it better. Uh, a little uh, recap on some comedy shows that I did this week. Uh, Sunday night. Uh, let's see. Was there anything since... No. I don't there hasn't has been any there's been two comedy shows since I did the podcast last, right? I did um Well I recorded on Wednesday because I had something on Thursday. What did I do on Thursday? God damn it. Your man, your fucking dude is uh I'm losing my fucking marbles, yo. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not um, remembering shit. You know, just not remembering. What did I do? I did something. Um, there was that. That was Sunday. Was there something before that? Oh, that was. Well, that was Monday. I told you guys about that one. Monday I did um Oh, it's a fucking I'm sorry, I'm stalling. I'm trying I'm looking through to see what the hell did I talk about um the Asiento show? I don't think I did. Or did I do the podcast after that show? See, I don't fucking... Because that was on a Wednesday. Anyway, I think I talked about that, right? And then... Uh, and then I did a... I don't fucking know. Anyway, Sunday night. <laughs> let's do... Let's, let's talk about what the fuck I remember doing. How about that? Um... Uh, the online nemesis, the mean one, uh, mean Dave, 
he um he booked me at a show in San Jose at a place called uh, the Branham Lounge. Uh, I guess the Branham Lounge had a decent history of um um uh history of doing comedy before. So um he uh he's been asked to uh I guess it, so there's a it's a weekly comedy show at this place. However, and they had asked Dave to to book every week and he said no. <laughs> he said he was just going to do one night a week or one night a month and uh basically he's got other producers doing uh doing the other the other nights but they're on Sundays. And uh this uh this uh, little lounge bar spot in particular um so certain bars are are like especially dive bars. Dive bars are kind of just go hang out, drink, you know, get loud, raise some hell, you know, sing along to the jukebox, have a good time, play some darts, play some pool, kind of stuff, right? Uh, the Branham Lounge has a um, has a meat market. So the other the other kind of bar is your meat market bar where. Basically, you're going to try to hook up. You're looking, you're looking for somebody that you that you're gonna lay down with later on in the evening. Like you're looking for, uh, you're looking for some loving, right? And uh, the Branham Lounge has that looking for loving vibe, and because uh, they got a DJ set up, they got a little DJ booth, and. Um, and then they decide they want to do comedy one one day a week on Sundays. Uh, I showed up there, your typical um, sort of dancey type music playing. As the um, as we're getting ready to do the comedy show, and then they shut that down. And the patrons, the patrons of this place. So when I walked up, a car pulled up, an Uber, and two people got out, and they're dressed to the nines, is like very stylishly dressed. And um, very, um, a very gymmed person, man, a man that looks like he spends a lot of time in the gym with a woman who might spend a lot of time in the gym or has spent a lot of time on the surgeon's table because of uh, enhancements done to this woman's body. Um, as they say, body, yaddy, yaddy. Um, very, very curvy woman, very curvy woman, enhancements. And, um, so that, that's the type of people that were in this woman. So they, they were getting dropped off as I was walking in. So I saw them get out of their car and go in. And then, uh, as I got in there, there was some other females with enhancements and scantily clad clothing and a couple other sort of. Uh, men that look like they spend a lot of time in the gym type guys. Uh, Like I said, meat market style place. Very little low light, little to low, like just dimly lit inside a very dark bar, Um, very vibed out, which is a term I've been hearing lately, vibe. You know, it's got, you know, there's vibe there, which I don't know exactly what it means i know what it means when i say it you know like when in a place has a certain vibe but i've been noticing that 
it's getting used as a blanket term that means there's something there. As opposed to a certain vibe, people I'm hearing people say it's got vibe. Like it's um they're using it as a, 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 a an adjective as opposed to a noun. Because of a vibe is a that's a noun. That's a person, place, or thing. And that would be a thing, and that's vibe. So there's a certain, the dude gives off a vibe, or the place has a certain vibe. And you can say it has a scummy vibe, or has a high-class vibe, or it has a dangerous vibe, or or whatever. There's a vibe. You don't say, it has vibe. And that's how I'm hearing it lately, and I don't like it. Learn the fucking language! Grammar and language is important, and when you're using words wrong... It's confusing, and old people don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am old people. Anyway, um, so the Brandon Lounge, we're getting ready to do the comedy show, and um, as soon as Dave announces, hey, we're going to start the comedy show, the people leave. There was only maybe... Maybe 10 people inside the bar besides the six or seven comics. As soon as Dave announces the comedy show starting in 10 minutes, the scantily clad females and the men that they are with, they leave. And there's literally three people in the place. We do our comedy show anyway, and we perform to the three people and the bartender and the security guard and the rest of the comics that are watching. Um, so uh, a very poor, a poorly attended show. But those three people got a great show. Everyone had great sets and they laughed and it was fine. There was one female in particular that was there that, that hung out. It was very vocal and we just kind of, all of us took time talking to, uh, she said her name was Red. So we all talked to Red during the show. And um, a fun show, even though there was nobody there, and um, got laughs. I got, I mean, I felt like I had a strong set. And then turn around on Monday, another show with me and Dave. This is his show his once a month show at Vinny's. Originally, when the show was booked, I was going to host the show because Dave wanted to headline the show. It's his show. That's what you get to do when it's your own show. You can just go ahead and put yourself last so you can do a longer set, stretch out a bit, work on stuff, whatever. So I was going to host it, and I had no problem with that. Uh, that changed, however... Since uh, booking it, um, Dave decided that he would host after all because um, one of the um, there's a there's a husband and wife cup uh, a team that sort of manage Vinny's Bar and Grill. Um, the wife has been battling the cancer for a few years now, and uh, she lost her battle, so she uh, passed away, and. Um, Dave wanted to host in her honor and not to have me guest host. Um, he, 
I think he said a little something at the very beginning. I got there a little late because originally he, be it that he was going to have me host and he was going to headline. And then once he decided that he was going to host, he put me on to headline, which is fine. I don't have any problem with that. Um, but I had just been there the the month before and I was second to last in the feature slot. Not that this place is a feature headlining type of place. He books fucking 10, 12 comics and it's, it's a, it, this would be a workout room. It's, it's not an open mic necessarily and it's booked, but it is definitely a, a spot where you can, uh, sort of work, work on stuff, but you kind of, I mean, you got, it's a fine line. It's fine line between open micing it and working on stuff. You kind of got to do stuff that you know is going to work, that you know that's working, and maybe you add a new tag or whatever, but you, you kind of do your your, 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 your tried and trues, and uh, you don't go up there. But I don't think a lot of comics know that, because this was an open mic at one point, and then Dave decided to switch it and have it be, a pre-booked showcase, but I think when he pre-books the showcase, I think the people still think that it's an open mic and they do their open mic material and Dave gets really upset as was the case Monday night. Uh, I left after my set. So like I said, I was supposed to headline and then he said, Oh, well you were, uh, you, you were towards the top of the bill last time. So, um, we'll put, you know, Let's, uh, yeah, you're not going to headline. We're going to have somebody else headline instead or, or close it out. And I'm like, I don't give a shit, dude. Whatever. You know what I mean? He had I, whatever. Whatever. However, it needed to make sense for him to put this show together. It was very odd, like his decision. And it was like within that, like after even starting the show, he decided to switch it around and put me way lower on the thing. Uh, he's lucky that I got there w- when I did because I was going to kind of just, you know, he had said that I could go, you know, get in there a lot later because I was going last. And then he decided to to move me way up again. I don't care, but um, I was prepared to go last and I kind of wanted to try a thing because at, uh, at this show, there is a uh, there's a music open mic after the comedy show and uh you know, all the musicians are sort of hanging out and um, I get to do a little bit more uh, music-oriented comedy and I do well with that in front of a lot of musicians. Uh, I kind of did it anyway, even though I was lower on the bill because the, there was a lot of musicians there. In. But for whatever reason, and we had a good crowd, there was a lot of people there for the comedy show, which was great. There was Everybody was paying attention. They were staying quiet. They weren't talking in between... Um, or while guys were on, it was a good show. How I don't, but for whatever reason, I fucking bombed. I bombed here. I just did a show the night before. I did almost the exact same set and I did very well with three people. Here there are fucking 35 people and I did pretty close to the same set and I ate shit. Usually, the more people there are, the easier it is to get them to laugh. Because in laughing, laughter sort of contagious. And uh, the person that went up before me did okay. I mean, actually, nobody really smashed. Nobody killed. Um, uh, but 
you know, nobody was getting huge laughs about anything. There was, you know, I mean, somebody, you know, there was a few good, you know, little jokes here and there that that that, that got people laughing, but not that big, you know. No, nobody fucking was knocking anything out of the park. A lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of singles and doubles, you know, a lot of singles and doubles. No fucking, no home runs, and maybe one or two triples. But shit, I didn't even get a base hit, Jack. I ate shit. I got a good laugh on one line of one of my jokes, and that was about it. Uh, everything else was poopy. And uh, and then I and then I ended up having I just was tired, so I left. And then I I asked him how it went because it seemed like it was gonna go. Like I left right at nine o'clock, and right at nine o'clock is when the uh, the music open mic is supposed to start. And it looked like he was going a lot, you know, pretty far over into uh into the nine o'clock hour so because i left at nine and he still had like three more comics and i asked him how it went and how you know did it go too late and he's oh no it was fine and then he complained about the headliner um going long and um like working material up like she literally said oh i'm gonna try this new joke i have never done it before like that's just like no you don't do that if you're asked to close the thing out anyway you should have had me close it out. However, I ate shit, so maybe it wouldn't have been a good idea anyway. <laughs> so, a shit show that I did decent at, and then a good show that I did terrible at. That's basically what went down, and that's how it goes. Um, let's talk about this. Uh, so, um, I mentioned on the podcast, uh, was it last week? It wasn't the week before. It was last week. Um, uh, my comic friend Kabir Singh on America's Got Talent, and uh, uh, very happy for him. He has moved on to the actual competition part. You know, it was the audition in front of the judges part, which they're still doing now. This week, uh, and I only know this because my cousin. Uh, uh, texted me a link and said that this guy tore it up. I go and hit the link and I recognize the comic right away. Uh, and I'm like, well, why is he on there? He's like a guy. Like, it's a known comic. And and then I thought a little bit more. I'm like, wait a minute. This guy fucking won one of these competition bullshits once before. So, um, on America's Got Talent last night, uh, for the audition process in front of the judges, a comedian by the name of Josh Blue um, got passed on to the competition part. Uh, he did very well, made the, the judges laugh, and I believe he moved on. Uh, Josh Blue, in 2006, won Last Comic Standing. Uh, he is a uh, he has cerebral palsy. Pol- did I just say policy? He has cerebral palsy. <laughs> and, um, you know, so he's got a little, you know, there's his voice is slightly afflicted and uh, and one of his arms sort of does a little weird thing. And and he's got a bunch of jokes about having CP and, and, and uses it to his advantage and makes fun of it and gets everybody laughing and it's great. But this guy won one of these 
televised competitions once before. In fact, I think uh, Last Comic Standing was on NBC. So here he is on another NBC show. Have won a competition already, and now you're doing another competition. It'd be like if um, Kelly Clarkson ended up on The X Factor after winning American Idol. You know what I mean? Like, you've already done one, dude. Don't do another one. And how do they let him do another one? Um, I believe that Kabir's set was better. His audition, his his uh, his his set in front of the judges for the audition, I thought was better than Josh Blues. Josh Blues is hilarious. He's hilarious. In fact, he's a very funny comic. But I thought um, I thought Kabir's was better. And I'm not just being biased, but you know, they and and I know Kabir's act. I mean, every joke he did on that, I know. Uh, there was one newer one that he did that I didn't know, but the stuff I heard Josh Blue do, I've heard him do all that shit too. Uh, so it was just a head scratcher for me that they let a guy in on a show when he's already won a show like this before. It ruffled my feathers a little bit. It'd be like if you were doing a battle of bands, and uh, you know, because like I, it's assumed that on these shows that these people are amateurs, or maybe they're, you know, they're professional, but they don't leave their area. They're per, like they're regionally professional, you know, like you know, they're, maybe they're a professional comic, but they only do like the East Coast or 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 you know, a few states, you know, north, south, and west of them. They don't, you know, they don't go, they're not a nationally known comic, you know what I mean? Or, 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 or magician or singer or whatever, you know what I mean? You know, they might do some stuff here and there, but they're not a household name. And I think this, you know, that competition is supposed to, you know, make it so people are a household name. But I think you got to be a little bit more amateurish than than what he is i mean he is a professional comedian he makes a living doing comedy you know what i mean i mean kabir does too but here in the bay area you know what i mean like he, i mean he does get flown out to do shows you know in other parts of the country but i mean josh blue has been on television and it was on you know what i mean he has he's got a lot of tv time he's got tv credits a lot of tv credits Kabir's got one or two, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. It just seems like, it'd be like if you're doing the Battle of Bands and fucking Metallica showed up. You know, there was no rules saying that an uh, 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 internationally multi-million selling band couldn't enter the Battle of Bands, but they did. Because there was nothing saying that they couldn't. And Metallica shows up and plays fucking... Master of Puppets or fucking <laughs> or, or anything off of the Black Album and just fucking destroys and they win the Battle of Bands because they're a huge, mega, insanely popular band. Anyway, like I said, ruffled my feathers a little bit. Just a tad. Let's do this. Oh, let's not do that. That's the wrong one. See, I had the right one up. Why did it play that one? God damn it. Play this one. It's not doing it. 
Why is it not playing this one? All right, I'm trying to do the the sound for reaction of the week, and it's not doing it. It's not wanting to. Oh, that's why, because I ain't got no fucking signal on this bitch. Give me that good, good. Oh, see, I just said it. I <laughs> a friend of mine made a post. She said, uh, "Such a such store has got that good, good." And I said, "Don't say that. You're a forty-something-year-old white woman." You shouldn't be saying that shit. Here we go. Oh, wow. What did I just listen to? There we go. Reaction of the week. This is where I usually react to a top-ranking pop song on the charts. But this week... We're going to do something different. So I've been seeing these ads, and it's maybe because I um, think the algorithm got in there and um, and made a, a made a made a call on thinking maybe I might be interested in in this particular thing. So I've been seeing ads for a, um, and I think again I I I, I follow I follow a few. Uh, tattoo artists I guess you could say and um, so I follow some tattoo artists and I also uh, follow some heavy metal type people and um, and of course there's the the Instagram models with the enhanced parts both top and bottom um because I'm a fucking pervert. Um, <laughs> anyway, for whatever reason, I've been seeing the ad for um, the, the 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 tattoo artist that is a well, Kat Von D. Kat Von D. Is, she had a reality show, and she uh, high voltage tattoo was the was her shop in in Los Angeles, and and um, you know she had a she had a, she was on television, and she's a very very well-known tattoo artist and apparently she's got a band or she has done music she's got it's you know Kat Von D and I've been seeing ads for her music so I decided that reaction of the week this week was going to be reacting to her musics uh she's only got a couple songs released the album doesn't come out until uh August so uh, we're going to listen to a song called Exorcism uh, off of the album Love Made Me Do It. The cover has her wearing a big giant hat. And she's got some sort of latex thing that she's got over her body. And um, let's check out Kat Von D. And the song is called Exorcism. Wow. 
of electric drums. Holy shit. Sounds like she's actually singing though, like it's not not fixed. Damn, those are some 80s ass keyboards right there, Jack. That sounds like a Yamaha DX7. Electric drums, though. That's funny. I'm not listening to lyrics at all. I'm just listening to uh, an overall um, the overall audio. name of that show that she had the tattoo show LA Inc was that, was that what that was called LA Inc alright Cap Von D taking it back to 1984 sound like Berlin almost right remember Berlin that uh, Berlin I'll, it's actually refreshing because like the pop shit and, and, and how everything sounds the same and uh, very minimalistic uh, production, not a lot of layers. That shit was layered to fuck, sounded thick, sounded full, synthesizer mania going on. Uh, and her voice isn't bad. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. Uh, she's got a deep voice for a female, too. Um, like, her, her 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 spoken voice is, is on the deeper side of things. And... Um, that song wasn't bad, yo. Wasn't bad at all. Wasn't bad at all. Um, I ain't nothing I'm going to fucking listen to regularly, but... Or at all. But um, it wasn't It wasn't awful. I didn't hate it. 
I'm not, I didn't stop it and go, ah, I can't even fucking, I don't even want to listen to it anymore. Um, but it's got vibe. <laughs> See, it has an 80s vibe. Uh, but cool, good on you, Kat Von D. But I thought she was like, well, I mean, obviously she's into a bunch of different stuff. But, you know, she always like, I mean, she went out with, didn't she go out with um, Shooter Jennings for a while? Shooter Jennings, um, that's um, Waylon Jennings' son, who is now married to, uh, uh, who is he married to now? Um, Is he married to Kate Hudson now? I think so. I don't remember. What, What the fuck do I care? What does it matter? Who's married to who? I don't fucking keep up on that shit. One more thing that was on my mind uh, before we get out of here. And uh, I'll play you the earworm of the week. Um, I always find it interesting. And um, and again, my morbid curiosity sort of uh, takes over when I see it. Because I want to know what happened. What happened? What, 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 what's going on here? Um, when you, when you, when you meet people and you've, you've become friendly with, with people and then, you you know, maybe you had a, a, a few pleasant encounters, uh, in a, in a short amount of time. And then maybe you, 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 you do a little thing with the people, uh, you, you work on a project together or, or you help them out with a thing, or they help you out with a thing, or uh, you just, you know, you spend some time shortly after you've met the person, and you meet you meet them as a couple. So let's say you meet you meet the you meet a person, and you meet their 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 spouse, and you sort of meet them as a couple, and you you, you have encounters with them in a short period of time. And you get to know them, and you become fast friends. But then, for whatever reason, you don't see them again or they move away um and the only contact you have with them is on the social medias and maybe you comment on their posts and they comment on your posts and uh you, you thumbs up or you th- you know you, you have a like or 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 just maybe just hey man I hope you're doing well you know you're just you're pleasant with the person cuz you like the person and then you notice that they're making posts about how they're starting a new life. And you've met, the, like I said, you met them as a couple and now they're not a couple. And they didn't dish about it or at least you didn't see it. And if you're if you're like me and you didn't see it, you try to go back and look for it. <laughs> like if you missed it. And you don't know what happened. They're, they didn't dish on it on social, on the socials. They didn't talk about it on Facebook. They didn't say, oh, now we're breaking up. And, you know, I, you know, usually if people go to the socials, it's bad. You know, they have terrible things to say about the ex and they've blocked them. And that's why they're saying all the terrible shit. Um, but I just find it odd when you don't know what happened and all of a sudden you see these people that you've met as a couple and they're not a couple anymore and now you're seeing them have separate lives. 
and you don't pick sides, right? You know, you you you, you stay friendly with with both of them, but at the same time, you're like, but you don't know them well enough to just hit them up randomly. Hey, man, what happened? <laughs> you know, you don't hit them up and be like, hey, uh, so you're not with the, uh, you're not with your dude anymore, huh? What happened? You know, or you know, what happened, dude? You and the wife split? What, what, what happened? You know. It's just interesting. It's a very interesting thing. Um, it's just something that I noticed uh, that happens. And I think the... Um, I think, you know... I, I think I think it's a good sign of, of people's restraint or, or they're just... They're, they're, um, they're just above dishing on social media about it, right? They're just above needing to put all their business out, you know, that's not what they use social media for. They they use it to stay connected with their friends, but they don't need to let you in on every detail. You know, they some shit you keep private, some stuff you don't you don't go on and talk about, you know what I mean? I don't put everything up. I got stuff that happens to me. I don't even dish about it here, you know what I mean? There's stuff that happens in my life that is is my own little thing and it's my own private thing or something that, you know, with with me and the wife or me and a friend or you know a family member whatever but it stays there it doesn't need to be out you know you don't need to share everything is what i you know but at the same time when you do see that something's happened and you're like oh i wonder what happened what, what'd you get into there pal uh what uh what happened was there uh was there some uh infidelities was there some uh is there some flamming and flamming, flamming? <laughs> oh, let's go home. Earworm of the week. Very interesting earworm. Um, very interesting earworm this this week. So uh, Monday, the social medias and the uh, the YouTubes and the uh, news outlets and and this and that and the others were um, all a buzz, all a buzz. So uh, I guess this weekend was the first uh, reopening of Madison Square Garden in New York City, and the Foo Fighters played. The Foo Fighters played the grand reopening of Madison Square Garden. Twenty plus thousand folks. And they did a little special. Now, the Foo Fighters can play for two and a half, three hours. They don't even need an opening band. They just fucking go up there and they can play forever. They did a little, they had a little special thing. And they had Dave Chappelle of the funny comedy stuff. The GOAT. Um, He came up on stage and he did a song with them. And it was all over everywhere that they did uh, Radiohead's Creep. And ever since they did that song, and Dave sang it, it's Dave can't sing. He didn't even try to sing it. He just kind of halfway talked the words, and um, that was it. And I thought I'd heard him do that before with another band, and I tried to find it, but I couldn't. I couldn't find it because if you put in Dave Chappelle sings "Creep," everything that comes up is fucking him doing it with the Foo Fighters. I. Thought I remember him some years ago singing that song. Um, 
with somebody else. Maybe he did it with the Roots or something. He, I don't know. I thought I remembered him singing that song before. Anyway, ever since, that's been the earworm for the last few days. Once I heard, uh, actually watched the clip of uh, Chappelle singing with the Foo Fighters, the Radiohead song has been stuck in my head. So thus, earworm of the week this week, Radiohead's cle- uh, Creep. Cleep. I almost say Cleep. It's the Cleep. Um... Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, donate to the podcast, eat a dick, whatever it is you want to do. Um, I got, oh, I, let's do, um, what do I got? I got some shows coming up. I got, um, oh, the Boyle's Blowout. Well, Jesus Christ, how can you forget about that? Uh, Saturday, this Saturday, this comes out uh, tonight, Thursday, and uh, my show Saturday, June 26th at the Back Lounge in Dublin. Own, uh, owned by one Phil Demel of Violence, formerly of Machine Head. Um, I'm dropping all the names I can to make it so that it sounds way cooler than it is. No, it's cool. It is definitely cool. Um, I'm stoked that Phil lets us do comedy in his bar. Uh, headlining, one Sammy Obeyed. Sammy Obeyed has been on Conan O'Brien, uh, which I guess was just had his last show on TBS, his last late night show was last night, I think. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, Samuel Bate has been on Conan. Uh, he has a um, ton of, he's just got a ton of material. He's got all kinds of cool clips. You look up Samuel Bate on the YouTubes. Uh, very, very funny dude. Um, he has, he's actually uh, a co host on a show called The 100 where they took 100 people and did all kinds of different experiments, uh, social-type experiments on folks. And he was one of the hosts. Very, very smart guy. Sammy obeyed. He's headlining my little fucking show, yo. Uh, Robert Barry's coming down from Sacramento. We got Chris uh, Chris Nasco, who I apologize to because we spelt his name wrong on the flyer. And I don't know if that's my fault or uh, Kevin the AV guy's fault. Uh, Kevin, the AV guy, is going to make an appearance at this show. Not doing comedy, of course. Helping me, we helping me with AV type stuff. Uh, his first time back at a blowout productions production. Uh, I'm glad to have him back. Uh, so that's uh, that's Saturday, uh, July first. I will be at La Cabana, which is a little Mexican eatery in Newark, California couple blocks away from where I'm working currently in Newark. Uh, I will be hosting that with Pete Munoz headlining. Uh, I think that's all I got. Oh, yeah, in July, uh, July 17th at, um, oh, fuck, I forgot the name of the place. Hazard's first show in San Jose on the 17th of July. And I forget what the fuck is the name of the place. I'll tell you. I was going to tell you this week, and I forgot again. Fuck it. Anyway, you remember the week. Radiohead. Creep. Be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you dick knuckles next week.